Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Ladies and gentlemen, this is Carlos Garcia from the Frat Chat Podcast with a very important announcement. It's not a bird. It's not a plane. No, it's a ball trimmer sent from space. Gentlemen, our friends over at Manscaped have been working night and day to bring you a below-the-waist grooming experience like none other with their brand new Lawnmower 5.0 Ultra. We're talking about a next-generation trimmer with interchangeable blade heads for whatever shave your mind can imagine. Upgrade your grooming game to the Ultra Sphere this year by going to manscaped.com for 20% off plus free shipping with promo code FRATCHAT. High tech for low places with Manscaped. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm, uh, I'm, I'm actually in the middle of my Black Friday shopping. Oh, and we're recording. I'm looking at some earbuds, you know. Uh, I think I do for ones. <laughs> Mine are pieces of shit. But earbuds are expensive, even even during Black Friday. So this is the time. By the time you guys listen to this, it won't be Black Friday. So you're kind of beat. <laughs> so if you did your Black Friday shopping, uh, good for you. If you missed out, well, you'll be. <laughs> Dude, I got some good deals on Best Buy. I got something from Office Depot. I forgot they even existed, but... Um, oh yeah. I don't I don't want to say what I got because it's it's for my husband and and the off chance that he might listen to this episode. I don't want to ruin it. Oh yeah. I didn't know they had lubed up staplers at Office Depot. That's, that's <laughs> I was not there? I was not aware of that. <laughs> oh lord. <laughs> um, uh, well can you hear me? Uh, as you guys can see, we just lost Simo. And uh, there he is. And uh, as you guys can hear, Simo's not beat. Simo got the deals this week. Uh, I'm getting the deals as we speak. And, you know, I would say there's always Cyber Monday, but this this comes out on Tuesday. So you probably missed that too. <laughs> so long, more of the story short, the early... Early bird gets the big screen TV and the rest of you beat. And we're going to do this in uh, three, a two, a one. What are you doing? Testies in my mouth. Get on the ground, you fucking pledge. Ew. Welcome to the greatest podcast experience of your life. This is the Frat Chat Podcast. All young men like three things. Featuring Carlos Garcia and Chris Moore. And what's up, everybody? Welcome back to another edition of the greatest podcast in the history of podcasting time. It's the Frat Chat Podcast. I'm Carlos Garcia. I'm back just in time. It's Chris Simo Moore. How's it going, Mr. Moore? What's up? Think, my dad's trying to troubleshoot the internet, so he, he unplugged oh. the Wi-Fi. <laughs> I can't blame the Wi-Fi. I blame him. But um, I'm on my hotspot, so we're all good. <laughs> When you can't rely on Monk to stop unplugging shit, there's always hot oh spots. Uh, so you're in your hometown for the holidays. I'm in my hometown yeah. for the holidays. I know. We're only a few miles apart. 
I know that's uh, that's pretty good stuff. Uh, but I'm leaving tomorrow morning, which kind of sucks. How long are you staying? Through Monday. Oh, nice. Yeah. But I got here last night. Oh yeah, I've been here. I've been here enough where I'm ready to get the fuck out. That's <laughs> been good. It's been good. But I'm going back for Julie's ten year high school reunion. Oh wow! I would give her school a shout out, but I don't know her school's name. <laughs> but go whatever animal is your mascot. Woo! <laughs> I would give my girlfriend a shout out, but I don't know her last name. <laughs> uh, so uh, is she nervous? Uh, I think so because she's bringing me. So, <laughs> but I, you know, when I went to my tenure, I didn't bring a girlfriend. I was, I went myself. It's like, oh, you know, you know, she's been hitting the gym hard. She looks incredible. She's nice. sweet as hell. So, she, I'm sure she has nothing to worry about. You know, it's it's always more exciting for people who were like the ugly duckling who like blossomed to like a sexy something. You know, you, you hear that, Julie? That Simo's calling you an ugly duckling. <laughs> I'm saying it's more exciting for people like that. That's like people like me, who was like a big loser in high school. Now look at me. Hell. <laughs> See, Julie was pretty in high school, but I think, uh, I mean, this is just from what I know. Uh, she did date someone who was potentially and maybe still in the closet. So. <laughs> really? So, yeah. She, uh, yeah. So uh, potentially, Julie. It's her and, and me. So Julie and I could potentially have slept with the same person. That's right. You guys could be Eskimo brothers. You guys could oh my Eskimo. gosh, that's so exciting. Julie that's can an honor me. So, <laughs> so technically speaking, no matter what I do, I will always be, uh, well, unless she dumps me. I'll be the best boyfriend. <laughs> if Julie was pretty in high school and popular, she's pretty and popular now. So it'll just be like a, a regular party for her. So, yeah, so people she's have a good time. Why? Well, she'll get some at it. Yeah, because you know the thing about uh, pretty popular people in high school—they're usually dicks. You know what I mean? Like I, I was like, imagine her not top tier, but I was like, I was like up middle tier, middle to top tier, not top tier, but like you know, definitely not like in the losers table. Not Steven Glansberg in it. <laughs> I was like, you know, so I was nice. There were some people who were dicks. And, you know, the thing that makes it nice is then you go back this, to these things like 10 years, 20 years, 40 years, whatever the fuck they are. And then they look like shit. <laughs> You're like, ah, <laughs> fuck you. And then you kind of laugh inside that you've aged so much better than they have. And, you know, then you feel better about yourself on the drive home. But if you go back and the person looks great, it's like, God damn it. I'm sure no matter who, like Julie's nice, but I'm sure no matter who you are, someone hated you in high school. No matter who Maybe. Maybe. You like know. Not me because I'm awesome, but you know. <laughs> but I think people. I hated myself enough in high school that people gave me a break. Uh, <laughs> this is running my womp womp sound. <laughs> wah, 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 wah. Yeah. Well, we have, uh, since I'm, I'm at my parents' house here, you guys, so I don't have my cool soundboard and you probably hear Stella running wild in the background. <laughs> okay. We'll use it. Hey, so, so, has no friend. Steve hated himself. <laughs> <laughs> so since you're home, like in your hometown, do you go to the local bars and like try to meet up with old friends? Well, I didn't this week because I was, you know, I was doing like family shit all week. But when I come back for the holidays, I'm going to try to, which is 
sorry again not to not to keep talking about Julie, but I'm, I'm sorry, Julie, but that's how all the all the plots of the rom com start, you know. Guy from the big city comes down to his hometown, see his friends at the local bar, and then runs into the one that got away. <laughs> and then they'll cut to Julie on the phone in a big New York City office being a cunt to someone. <laughs> Fuck yeah, I hate the poor and children. Ew. <laughs> No Christmas for you, Tiny Tim. <laughs> <laughs> Cuts back to, what? I haven't seen you since prom. Yeah, when you ran off to join the army. <laughs> now, this is how it always goes. Where's my fucking mocha latte? Yeah, Jesus Christ, is it that hard to make a goddamn beverage? Hello? <laughs> Julie slapping her assistant. <laughs> 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 this is already the best script ever. <laughs> we should get on with this. With the holidays approaching, our sponsor Waterboy is here to help you prepare for those nasty holiday hangovers. Because there's nothing worse than feeling like the Grinch while everyone else in the family is rocking around the Christmas tree. Waterboy is a hydration packet scientifically formulated to cut your hangover time in half. Now, there are other hydration packs in the market, but nothing comes anywhere close to finding those Sunday scaries like one little stick of Waterboy does right here. With zero sugar and over three times the electrolytes of liquid IV, your hangover will stand no chance, no chance, no chance in hell, people. Now, unlike their competitors, Waterboy has added specific ingredients beyond just hydration to help in nausea, anxiety, and fatigue. Because we all know that hydration alone isn't enough to help after a holiday bender, people. It is not just for you. Waterboy's hangover recovery formula makes a thoughtful stocking stuffer or a fantastic gift for your loved ones. Show them you care about their well-being this holiday season with Waterboy, especially those college kids. And for this holiday season, our listeners will get 15% off of your entire order with an exclusive link at waterboy.com slash fratchat. Again, that's waterboy.com slash fratchat for 15% off your entire order. Recover properly with Waterboy, people. You'll thank us later. But I am worried. Where's my dog? I'm sorry. I keep turning around. I'm not looking for a ghost. But uh, Stella started running around like a psychopath, and then she, like, cried, <laughs> and now she disappeared. So I'm worried that she's taking a shit somewhere. <laughs> so I'm sorry for being very unprofessional. This is my mom's house. My mom will kill that dog. Oh, yeah. Maybe oh, your are. mom's taking a shit somewhere. Oh, that's Maybe true. Maybe you should worry about her. My mom <laughs> takes shits places where she shouldn't. It's a that's true. Thing. That's, uh, that's, uh, that's uh, widely on the record here at the Frat Chat Podcast. Uh, <laughs> the listeners know, dude. I've been shitting listeners. all day today. We, my mom uses so much butter when she cooks, just probably why oh, yeah? all the crap tastes amazing. But um, god damn, I've been shitting my brains out today. Holy moly! I'm I actually, right I legitimately speaking, have been shitting like all day too like it's, i'm not glad this is one of the reasons why i was a little behind uh today because <laughs> right before i set up my stomach just went oh <laughs> oh yeah run to the toilet like ah <laughs> it's been like that all day because we did on you know today we're recording this on a friday uh of thanksgiving week i did thanksgiving thursday but then the day before went to my brother's house and did basically like Thanksgiving 
one version one and ate a fuck ton of food then too so like today it's like 48 hours removed from two days straight of just stuffing my face and i honestly feel awful <laughs> it's like happy holidays no so so um let me ask <laughs> you does does a venezuelan thanksgiving <laughs> differ from a conventional thanksgiving Yes. Well, for one thing, we don't Venezuela. We don't have Thanksgiving to be honest. We right. just celebrate it because we're here. But we eat. You just have Cinco we, de Mayo. <laughs> yes, that's right. <laughs> we still, we still are Mexico's holidays. <laughs> that's how we thrive. <laughs> now we are on Thursday or Thursday's Thanksgiving, so we had all the, like the American shit, you know, turkey goddamn red sauce or whatever and the great cranberry sauce potatoes. yeah yeah all that shit on wednesday uh we had uh pernil which for people who don't know Where is, go? that's right some delicious pork and uh this year my uh, i passed down the family recipe to my brother to try to make for the very first time and he did a pretty good job so uh it's my dad's recipe and Normally, he would take the reins making it, and if he not him, me. But uh, this year, since we're going to his house, it didn't make sense for me to fucking make a 25-pound pork and then bring it over. <laughs> so I passed it down to him, and he carried the reins, and it was good. So, well, he's older. He should do it. Yeah, but I'm a better cook, to be fair. So. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Okay, I'm going to tell you something. I'm going to try to say it in Spanish because I've been okay. practicing my Spanish. So, okay. so um, regarding pernil. So, so cada Navidad a la casa de mi amigo se llama Alejandro. Hay un puerco en la mesa uh, y hay mucho arroz y carne en el estómago. That <laughs> That's pretty good. So, so, so you went to your friend pig. Alejandro's. You got a big yeah. pig on the table. You had lots of uh, rice and something else. I forgot and meat. what you said. I don't and know. meat I... in your stomach. So they cut the stomach out the pig and they put a bunch of food in there. So oh. is that is that a version of pernil or is that paella or what is that? No, pork belly is something else entirely. Uh, pernil itself, I mean, you're supposed to have essentially the like the thigh with, with the bone and stuff, but you know you can use the shoulder too. Uh, pork belly is delicious though. It's just like. Honestly, that's, you you see a lot of it in Asian food, like uh, teriyaki pork belly and shit like that. It's pretty good stuff. It tastes honestly, it tastes like bacon a little bit. <clears throat> it's like kind of that fatty, thin cut. So uh, it is kind of weird to think about though, like belly stuff, <laughs> a pork belly stuff with something. I've never seen that to be honest, but. I wouldn't say no. <laughs> well, I would try. I don't know if it had pork belly in it. It was just like, I don't know. It's just, they, it's like they cut out the stomach and then in place the stomach, it's just like rice and meat and like. Oh, inside of the pork. Like it's like the pork yeah. has like, like instead of organs in it now, they just like cook it it's and like, they put like all the, all the fixings in it. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. I've never, I've never done that, but that's great. That's cool. I thought you meant like the, like eating the actual pork belly. That's very Asian stuff. But yeah, no, that's cool. Uh, so, so you would want to say this is this is the Spanish lesson of the day, you guys. Uh, pusieron. Pusieron? Hell no! I don't <laughs> eat this shit. 
Not your damn mind. I ate that shit in college. And I'm allergic to two things. Peanuts and Poussieron. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Last time he saw one, he cried. <laughs> it's, Pusieron it's, la carne y el arroz. En el estómago. Yeah, right. Say it again. Say it again. Say it again. Se pusieron la carne y el arroz en el estómago. Oh, en el estómago. Yeah, buddy. But, uh, okay, okay. I'm learning. Guys. Look how cultured I am. Yeah, right. Wipe my ass. <laughs> White people can be cultured too. Look at that's that. That's right. <laughs> oh, man. So, uh, moving on to very cultured white people. Yes. I'm going to move on to a uh, little news story here from our good British friends at Lad Bible. British. And uh, that's right. And apparently, you guys, now, no, just to put that out there, I've never done this because, uh, I don't know, I just don't see the point of it. <laughs> but a lot of people do No Nut November. Wait, wait, wait. I've heard No Shave November. You've never heard No Nut November? No nut? Why would anyone do that? That, right? That's like, come on. You know, I mean, you know, regular masturbation is good for your prostate health. It is. That's like exactly what we're going to talk about here. This doctor, British doctor, has a little story here uh, where uh, he's going to explain why No Nut November is actually not good for you. Cancer research. Okay. His name is Dr. Nat. Not Dr. Nut. Dr. Nat. Dr. <laughs> but you Nat. should change it. Dr. Nut. Just saying. Yeah, you should. No, he's famous for this. Uh, but anyways. All right. Dr. Nat, I'm specializing in cancer research and generalist medicine in Australia. So No Not November is basically a initiative where people don't ejaculate in the month of November. A lot of the science shows that not ejaculating um, regularly is actually not good for your prostate health. So I think of the prostate like a sponge and it picks up a lot of toxins and chemicals in the body and ejaculating regularly actually allows that to drain. Um, there's many studies that have shown that if you, if a man only ejaculates four to seven times a month versus more than 21 times a month, their risk of uh, prostate cancer is increased by up to 31%. So if you don't ejaculate more than 21 times a month, um, you actually have a higher increase in prostate cancer. But overall, for your prostate health and your mental health, I don't think no not the feminine should be done for the whole month. So 21 times is the recommended minimum here, you guys. Okay, so if I do about four times a day, carry the one, then I am mm, I think I'm pretty good. Simo's <laughs> <laughs> prostate health was improved in just three days, you guys. It was... Mars always like, where's my socks? I'm like, ooh. <laughs> <laughs> they look like Christmas ornaments. Just sticks them to the wall. Like, <laughs> <laughs> he like, spells out his name too. <laughs> he's like, "Oh, is this a Christmas talking?" No, that was just me bored on Saturday afternoon. I'm yeah. sorry. I just didn't know you could do that. <laughs> I got a Men's Health magazine and went crazy. Sorry. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> Did you know that Brad Pitt at 56 is still sexy? What? 
<laughs> yummy, yummy in my tummy. Yeah, I support that. You know what? No one can touch me better than I touch me. That's why I say. And I don't, That's I'm not right. trying to stand in line at the free clinic. You know what I mean? Hey, I'm not going to lie. Like, if I went a whole month with that busted one, uh, I think I'd be a grumpy motherfucker at least. I don't, I don't probably, see the benefits. You would probably have wet dreams too. I know. I would definitely wake up stuck to Julie in the middle of the night. Like, <laughs> yeah. And you know, here's the thing. I, I, I feel like you can't go a month without busting a nut because if you have a wet dream, that's still busting a nut. I guess that's well. Here it is. Uh, I do believe the the no nut November is by the honor system. Um, so it is up to you guys, I guess. I don't know if you're, you know, you have like a referee to come in, <laughs> touch the sheets. Oh yeah, that's come all right. You're you're just going with the black light. <laughs> yeah. And then after that month, all December, you're a one pump chump trying to work up your um your your tolerance again. You know. Yeah, and your nuts probably like swell in those thirty yeah. days. You know what I mean? Like some of that stuff goes somewhere. <laughs> that's yeah, why mine are the size of. Little blueberries, <laughs> little pebbles, <laughs> little tiny pebbles. <laughs> That's when Doctor Nat even was like, "You got to drain them." You know what I mean? Uh, I never, I never thought of draining the main vein and the peeing, mm-hmm. but you got to drain them. So, yeah, those things definitely will, uh, will look like uh, like softballs by the end of the month. So, that's it's up to you guys. You want to know? No, not November. We're not going to judge. But Dr. Nat slash Dr. Nut says you shouldn't. You know so. what? I have a relative right now who is about to get his prostate removed because there's cancer in it. And uh, he was told that if he were to do uh, chemotherapy and radiation and whatnot, then it would build up scar tissue or something. And then he wouldn't be able to get it removed. And so he made an appointment to get it removed. And his concern was that maybe his dick wouldn't work. But the doctor said that now they're able to remove the prostate and you're still able to get your loving on. Ooh, thank God. Because that was a... Yeah, I feel like take it. Take it. If you want mine right now, take it. If, if there's a chance I might get it in 20 years, take it now. Yeah, it's a... Uh... It's good they're doing that because that was a fear. You know, there's things that happen. There's side effects. There's incontinence. And that was one of the ones that people, you know, we still want to get a bone on. So a lot of guys would opt not to get uh, their prostates removed and would die of prostate cancer. And that's, it's no cancer is good, but prostate cancer is at least one of the more treatable kinds if caught early. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, mm-hmm. you know, you got to, you know, we, we are men. We like our wieners. <laughs> <laughs> so uh that's good to know honestly that's that shit scares me prostate cancer yeah. scares me almost. you I know what i think that a lot of men uh fall victim to various <clears throat> cancers um well not i mean it's genetics so it's not anything that they do but i think that a lot of cancers progress unfortunately because a lot of men don't go to the doctor as, as regularly as they should yeah. and i think that women do they go to the gyno the, the gyno uh frequently and so they're more prone to going to the doctor whenever they have any sort of symptoms when guys are like just big babies and we're just too scared yeah. to hear the truth you know we'd rather just ride it out and see what happens ah, i know i'm so i'm guilty of that shit myself though i need to me be too at it. i really need to go 
to get my checkups more often and i don't know it's, it's definitely that's how you catch shit early you're right oh my gosh ah! one bad. time i um uh so so um listeners for those of you that listen regularly, you should know that I can't feel my face. My face is numb. I've had so much reconstructive surgery on my face. And my entire face is numb. And my nose is numb. And even after my nose job last year, it's even more numb. I can't feel anything. Uh, but a while back, I had this awful sinus infection. And so I used a neti pot. But I oh, scalded yeah. the inside of my nose with um, the neti pot because I used water that was too hot. <sighs> And I could destroy oh, I remember nose. you told me this. And I had to go to the hospital. It still hurts. It was so bad. But I didn't realize the damage oh. I was doing because it's all numb. And they were they asked oh, me if God. I had a coke problem because I had like burnt the inside of my nose so bad. They're like, Do you have a massive coke? Oh, so bad, nope, dude. never done it. I just put boiling water up my nose. Oh fuck, dude! And I, I just assumed the warmer it was, the more effective it would be. You know? Yeah, but not that fucking hot, dude. I know. know. (laughs) Oh my god, yeah, that's fucking bad. I I I love doing neti pots from time to time because my sinuses get fucking clogged up, and uh, Julie makes them for me, and uh, that would be the worst feeling. Like, oh, that would be like a torture. Ah! Yeah, oh god, that's fucking that's freaking me out. That is freaking me out. And I knew the story too, so um so this is random, but I'm gonna go up to our college town today and meet up with a friend of mine who's a friend of a show. His name is Matt. He listens every week religiously. And um uh he and I that's shared nice. a bathroom in college, huh? So sometimes twice. What? That he listens sometimes twice. You missed it. Keep fucking talking about Matt. You're embarrassing us in front of Matt, Simo. Sorry, I'm sorry. Damn it. I said, do you want to go to like meet up at like Bahama Breeze for old time's sake? And he said, it's not there. I said, (gasps) No. And And I named a couple places. He was like, nope. Try again, not there. And I'm like, oh my God. So going home to your hometown or your college town. I forget how sad it is when things don't survive, you know? And Bahama Breeze. I know only like four people listening to this from our 69 countries will give a shit. Uh, but to those four people, they will give a big fuck. Because I was like, that's where I took like most of my dates in college. Oh, yeah. Like the, the nicest Bahama place in town Breeze. almost. Yeah. They had the barbecue chicken flatbread was a great yeah, appetizer buddy. to start off with. And it's like, do you want to add, you know, crispy uh, shrimp? What is it? Popcorn fucking coconut shrimp to your meal? Of yes. course, baby. Get the shrimp. Yes, Whatever you yes. want. Whatever you want. Get it. And then people go, ooh, I can have the shrimp. <laughs> Those were the days, dude. Oh, man. That makes me really sad. That hurts my soul a little bit. So RIP Bahama Breeze. You were good times. RIP Bahama Breeze. Fantastic drinks, always saved me, served me underage. Never even asked for ID. It was awesome. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Up oh, in man. heaven, along with Bed Bath and Beyond. Okay, yeah. so what is on the agenda for today? So I was gonna say we're gonna 
move on to happier topics. But I don't think so. <laughs> things are things are gonna get angry from here because. And here, let me see what this cool little dramatic piano is. Oh, that's great. That will totally work for our purposes. Okay. Because I want to get dramatic, Mister Mo. Because the holidays are here. And this last week, we talked about the things that we're thankful for here at the Frat Chat Podcast for the year of the Lord and Savior, Lady Gaga, 2023. Great year. But this week, you guys, I'm going to take things to the darker side of the holidays. The things that happen in every family. Fights. Arguments, hate, all because of these ten topics that we're going to talk about tonight or today. I don't know why I said tonight because we're going to give you the top ten holiday topics guaranteed to make you fight during the holidays with your siblings here at the Fragile Podcast. We got a big range. We got a big range coming your way. People are gonna fight. People are gonna fight. I say, let really their like ass fight. That's right. Just get yourself bring a cell phone. Get a good TikTok video out of it. Exactly. I was just about to say that. Get some likes out of it at least. Yeah. Maybe go viral. And that's when your comedy career likes. finally takes off. <laughs> so if you're into that, uh, you can skip this episode. But the rest of you. Listen up, pay attention, write this shit down. Because if you can avoid these topics, you're gonna have a good rest of your holidays. But if you hit any of these landmines, it's on you. Because we warned you. So let's get to it, Mr. Mo. And shout out to the dramatic piano there. That was pretty good stuff. I found it very relaxing. I did. I did. It made me feel made me feel kind of nice. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Good job, Zancaster. <laughs> I never realized how much my boys down below needed some TLC until I found Manscaped. With all their awesome products, they make my boys feel like kings. And I owe it all to you, Manscaped. Mwah. Because AI is cool and all, but I think that this might be the biggest technological advancement the world has ever seen. I mean, think about it. Every man knows how scary it is when you're going to go in for a close shave below the belt. It's terrifying. That's why I trust only Manscaped for all my sensitive areas. Inside this package, you'll find the star of the show, the Lawnmower 5.0 Ultra, baby. Their fifth generation trimmer features two interchangeable next generation skin safe blade heads, a standard one for taking a little off the top and a new foil blade to go smooth wherever your heart desires. Typically your balls. We also have dual LED spotlights to provide contrast of multiple skin tones, three length setting combs, and oh, did I mention this trimmer is waterproof too? Because it is. It's totally waterproof. Yeah, I just said it, so remember that. And no more wet shaving down there. Count me in. Because we're talking three length setting combs for all your desired legs. And oh, did I mention this trimmer is waterproof too? Just in case I didn't say it before, I said it. It's waterproof. 
Remember that. Write that down. Tell your friends. And taking it on the go? Well, Manscaped has you covered because this puppy comes with a travel case and even a travel lock feature to avoid any accidental powering and or weird looks at the airport because it's totally a ball trimmer. That's all it is in there. I swear to God, officer. And this right here is on the cutting edge of cutting pubes. So upgrade your ball trimmer right now and your life will follow. And get 20% off plus free shipping with the promo code FRATCHAT at manscaped.com. That's 20% off plus free shipping with the promo code FRATCHAT at manscaped.com. I can promise you, you've never seen a ball trimmer look like a spaceship. So get yours today from our folks at Manscaped. Anywho, um, you want to go first, Mr. Mal? Sure. I'm going to give a, kind of a repeat from a couple weeks ago. Um, this, was, this was, this was, um, I forget what the list was, but I just think it's inappropriate to ask couples about babies. Oh, um, yeah. Are you having babies? You know, how many babies do you want? Yeah. Do you think you'll have children? Um, because uh, a few reasons. One, um, it's none of your business. Two, mm-hmm. they might be trying unsuccessfully. Three, right. they might be pregnant and just not ready to tell anyone yet because it's too right. soon. You know, there's a lot of reasons, but I just think it's just inappropriate to ever ask about um, uh, a young couple or even older couples uh, plans mm. for expanding their family. Totally. And if they say they don't want kids for whatever reason, just fucking leave it alone. Well, that's yeah. cool. You can be a dog dad, cat dad, whatever the fuck you want. People, some people push it. It's like it's so pushy about other people having kids. Like, oh, what do you mean? You should totally fucking have kids. It's like, what? You what if you just don't want them? Or shit, man, there's a reason. Medically speaking, you can't have kids, whatever or whatever. You don't want to adopt. You don't know pure business. love until you have a child. <laughs> yeah. Okay, thanks. Then I guess I don't love you. Yeah. Fuck <laughs> off. <laughs> I enjoy my sleep, so I can totally see why people would not want to have a kid because I said this on stage and it's so totally true. The people who always tell me that I should have kids, they all look like they haven't fucking slept in years. They're just exhausted. (laughs) It's such a blessing. It's like, no, man, it doesn't look like it. You you look like you need a nap, not another Uh kid. (laughs) When's the last time you showered, Mr. Blessing? (laughs) (laughs) You smell like baby poop. Get out of here. That's so. the smell of love. Oh, I disagree. <laughs> yeah, just the smell of baby diarrhea. <laughs> That's the she smell of, uh, I want a refund. <laughs> you know, fuck that. Uh, but yes, I, I totally down Hershey Highway. <laughs> Yeah, that's what you have to worry about. It. Uh, it's kind of nice. Maybe, maybe I'll switch to your team. <laughs> <laughs> that's how it works, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's what they say. That's what Fox News tells me. Anyways, they say they keep saying it's a choice. So, <laughs> you know, um, one of you guys now. That's why I'm wearing this shirt. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> What's what's first on your list? (laughs) All right. So uh, this next one, it actually goes for the other side of the table, the single side of the table. And this always comes up. And it's always some like 
like old bitch who's been divorced like six times that asked this shit. It's like, why aren't you seeing anyone? <laughs> Don't you want a husband or a wife or bullshit? Say, like, shut up, bitch. Like you literally like live alone because no one can fucking stand you. How dare Maybe. you be the one? Maybe they are seeing someone. They just don't want to meet, introduce them to Aunt Fuckface. That's right. And there's always one, too. I've noticed this shit. It's crazy. Someone that just cares way too much about your dating scene. It's like and they almost wait every year just to fucking rub it in your face, too. Like you're just sitting there. That's the one thing they always ask you about. How? Oh, are you? I've noticed you didn't bring anyone this year again. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe next year will be the year. I'm sure your mom wants to be a grandma someday. Shut up, bitch. I'm trying to eat turkey. Uh yeah, there's always one. Yeah, that's so that's so awful. Because you don't know. They might be dating someone that might just gotten out of a relationship or Yeah. Um, I mean, this is like really some people want to date. Like it's like some people are just, it's a, it's it's hard out there, man. Like, I'm not sure. That's that's why I'm happy that. Me and Julie are together. I don't have to fucking worry about the dating scene anymore. The dating world is rough. It's, it's, it's scary out there, man. You know, I am happy to be out. <laughs> the other older generations just don't understand. Uh, how old was your dad when he had you and your brother? Uh, he was older. He was like 42. Oh, he was? <laughs> Yeah, he he lived the bachelor life for a while. Oh, okay, Guess <laughs> he like, was like a clue. <laughs> I think that on average for our generation, our parents are a lot younger. Yeah. So yeah. I think that back in the eighties, people were having kids in like their mid to late twenties, where people now are having kids in their mid to late thirties. And so yeah, I think totally. that like Aunt Fuckface, who is a little bit too nosy, can't quite understand that we take about a decade later after we've established our careers to consider children. Totally. And we will also have to give it for millennials and Gen Z. I think we've learned from the divorce statistics not to rush things. Yeah. <laughs> and a lot, you know, a lot of us grew up in, and not, you know, I have to say not me particular, but in homes that with divorces and shit like that, everybody knew a buddy whose parents fucking hated each other. It's like, uh, it's a thing. So people are holding off a little bit. Hey, let's date a while. Let's be together for a while. Let's move in together. It's already it, hard enough to afford it. a house too. So. Uh, it's it's tougher too to get married and have kids and shit. It's so much more expensive. Colleges, oh, yeah. schools, daycares are like fucking like two thousand twenty two hundred dollars a month in some cases, and that's like decent ones, not even like that's great ridiculous. ones. So it's it's a fucking mortgage. It's it's insane. So yeah, don't be annoying. Uh, people are just trying to get on by, uh, and you know. Sometimes it's not people's choice not to have someone. You know what I mean? Like fuck. Like you they know, might be so, a loser. So, Let them be a loser. Yeah, out on their own. <laughs> Sometimes a four is trying to go after too many nines, and they don't understand a four. And you know, it takes a while. <laughs> that's like, why. That's why Simo didn't get married till like almost forty. You guys, you know, you gotta understand. <laughs> you know, my mom one time is like, "Brad Pitt's not gonna knock on your door. Like you have to lower your standards." <laughs> What? And that's nice. the day you met a smart young. Know, <laughs>
And I was like, you don't know what I'm saying. Okay, great. Let's get married. Let's practice, practice this. I do. Okay. Yes. Wait till my parents find out. So um, okay. So I agree with that one. Why aren't you seeing anyone inappropriate? And I also think it's inappropriate to, because, well, at Thanksgiving dinner or most dinners, there's always booze involved, right? And the more people drink, the more loose they get. And I just yeah. don't think it's appropriate oh, yeah. at a family dinner specifically to have any double entendre jokes that um, are like a sexual in nature. Yeah. I think it's so creepy. Yeah, it gets weird. When there's multiple generations at the table, you got grandparents, you got aunts and uncles and parents and siblings and cousins. Like no one wants to hear about sex. No, I know, don't man. even it's, allude to it's it. Awkward. I know. Super it's so awkward. awkward. Especially like like you know, if it's, sometimes it's like a extended family that you don't really know that well, or someone you know, someone brings a guest, or you know, it's like uh, uh, like siblings get married and you're hanging out with that side of the family for the first time. All kinds of different shit. Where you know they make a joke like that, and you're kind of like, what the fuck? Like, like what do you even say to that? <laughs> you know, my my grandparents had this uh, these neighbors next door, and they were over one time or eating dinner. And then the one neighbor got a little intoxicated and he was like, you know, if Susie Q plays her cards, his wife, he's like, if, if wifey plays her cards right, then maybe later tonight she'll get lucky. And Ooh. then uh, I just remember being like, that's so gross. Like, ew, I don't want to like imagine that when I'm eating my like corner mashed potatoes. Gross. Yeah, that's weird. That's just, <laughs> I'm not gonna lie, that's such a like white people thing to do. <laughs> Like when you brag about how much sex you have, my assumption is that you don't get it often. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if, when you brag about how much sex you have, there's a good chance you're sticking your dick in a vacuum. Yeah, there's a hundred percent chance. There's a hundred percent chance that man did not get laid that night. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> or the next night. And probably not the next night. Unless you fucked his hand. Because he knows November is almost over. <laughs> Got to get his 21 reps in, you know? Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Shout out Dr. Nutt. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, man, yeah. Uh, I agree. I agree. Double entendre. And, and especially, I feel like a lot of these fights start with, you know, it starts, you know, someone says, so-and-so gets drunk, starts one too many jokes. And someone who's not as drunk will be like, hey, why don't you tone it down a little bit? And then drunky been drunk is like, oh, hey, what the fuck? You gonna do? Fuck you. You sensitive or something? You know, and that's how it starts. You gonna cry? <laughs> you some kind of bitch? I thought you were a comedian. You know, that's how that's that just goes down the rails. Very, I get that quick. all the time. I'm like, we're going to stop that right here. Oh, you can't take a joke? I thought you are a comedian. I joke oh, on stage. This is the dinner table. Thank you. Yeah, like, it's like what the fuck? <laughs> and uh, the the secret to comedy is that you can talk about things. Those are funny. And, you, you know, you don't fucking just go on like a racist tirade. <laughs> I thought you were a comedian. <laughs> no, you just went on a 10-minute tirade about how you hate the Jews. That was not a joke. <laughs> That was not funny. <laughs> that, was, uh, that was there was nothing good about uncomfortable. that. Yes, I feel like we should leave. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm with you. No, 
No double entendre jokes, you guys. Chill out. Ladies and gentlemen, the holidays are upon us. And you know what that means for us here at the Frat Chat Podcast? Heavy drinking. Whether it's to hang with friends and family you haven't seen in a while, or just to put up with your creepy Uncle Jimmy that touches you way too much and doesn't seem to learn anything about personal boundaries, Uncle Jimmy. Uh, the boozy drinks are always flowing freely here during the holiday. That means that a holiday hangover is always trying to ruin my good times. And now that I'm in my 30s, a hangover would take days to recover from. That was until I found Waterboy, the best damn hydration stick in the game. Because that's all a hangover is, people, dehydration. So you want to make sure you're putting back into your body what the hard night of partying took out. And most hydration powders are packed full of sugar that cause you to crash even harder. Not to mention you have to drink so many of them to get the electrolyte replenishment that your body really needs to recover. Meanwhile, Waterboy has over nine times the electrolytes of the Gatorade inside just one of these sticks. Inside each one of these bad boys, there's ginger for that nausea and to make your tummy feel better. There's also L-theanine to help calm your nerves and reduce your anxiety. And maybe the best part about Waterboy is how amazing it tastes. Their most popular flavors include strawberry lemonade, lemon lime, and blue raspberry, though I'm personally partial to grape myself. Oh, it's so good. You're actually going to want to drink these. And Waterboy is also gluten-free, caffeine-free, dairy-free, vegan, and made right here in the US of A. A lot of things get worse as you get older, but your hangovers don't have to. Waterboy isn't a magic cure, but it's pretty damn close to one. Hundreds of thousands of people already trust Waterboy as their hangover cure. It's time to stop dealing with that anxiety alone. For a limited time, our listeners get an exclusive 15% off discount with our link at waterboy.com slash fratchat. That's 15% off waterboy.com forward slash fratchat. It's time to ho-ho hydrate this holiday season with Waterboy. Uh, up next... I'm going to give you one that's uh, very much this year, very current. And it's The War. What oh, war? shit. I did not mean to. <laughs> yeah, I guess there's so many wars. Uh, there's Ukraine, Russia, which that was last year's argument oh. at the table. A war between uh, iPhone users and Android users. That's right. That's been that's been raging for years now. Yeah. And, uh, Scary. It will continue. To rage for many years <laughs> until those damn droid users change your text to blue. Join our side, you goddamn monsters. Join the side of victory. <laughs> but uh, I'm talking about the Israel war, uh, which is with Hamas, but obviously. Palestinian people are the ones that are suffering. So uh, people on both sides, you know, got some uh, got some qualms with each other, and it's one of these unfortunate conflicts where, you know, everybody's kind of got a point, and there's a lot of innocent people dying on both sides, and it's awful. A lot of hostages and, uh, on both sides. A lot of hostages on both sides, and it's just a lot of pain. And there's, you know, there's a little bit of uh, political mismanagement on both sides to say the least uh so it's a it's just a shit show you guys and it's the kind of thing where tensions are so high where if you even show the lightest bit of support towards one side someone on the other side uh jumps down your throat 
and tells you to fuck off and that you hate human rights or some shit like that. Uh, and it's, you know, it's tempers are tempers are flaring and, you know, people have loved ones who are suffering. So I can understand why, but maybe this is one to uh, potentially leave off the table this year during, during the holidays, you know, might, might lead to some disagreements. And uh, I mean, I've heard, and I've seen and heard people call each other everything from under the sun. From like terrorist supporters to Nazis to anti-Semitic to you know kid killer, all kinds of shit. <laughs> so maybe you know maybe maybe lower lower the flames on this uh, topic during during the holiday dinner. Let me tell you, there's a lot of celebrities um, feeling the heat because they may say something that wasn't necessarily kosher. Um, yeah. No pun intended. So I, I, I think that like uh, it's just best to refrain from from uh, talking about it at dinner. If, if you have a microphone, you have a platform, if you want to talk about it on social media, I, I say go for it. You know, but, but if you are at your dinner table, let's let this one pass. Totally. Especially if you have friends on either side of the conflict and you're not in it. Shut the fuck up. Like I'm a fucking... Comedian from Venezuela living in America. My opinion is not necessarily important <laughs> in the topic. You know what I mean? It's like the Chappelle show joke. Uh, it's like 9-11 happens and uh, MTV is calling Ja Rule to get his commentary on the situation. It's like, what the fuck? <laughs> Why do we care what Ja Rule has to say? And unfortunately, though, that is the world we live in. I saw Fox News. This is a meme popping up. But like... Fabio is has been interviewed about the Hamas conflict. Uh, some other fucking really wacky Fabio. Fabio. <laughs> like from the romance long novels, hair, long hair <laughs> model Fabio. <laughs> He's Austrian, right? Yeah. What does he know about the Middle East? I don't know. I don't know what they had him on. I would ask him about hair care. I would ask him about fitness. I would ask him about <laughs> roller coaster rides. Oh god, I about peas in the uh, Middle East. Oh my gosh, we live in a fucked up world, man. We live in. A- <laughs> yeah, that's a tough one. That's a tough one yeah. to talk about. I also would not talk to family about finances, just because I think it's a buzzkill. And totally. everyone thinks they're an expert on finances. Everyone thinks they have the, you know, un- unless unless you're an accountant, I don't care to talk to you about my finances. Totally. Uh, but a lot of people have opinions about what you should and shouldn't invest in and, and whatnot. And I just think that it's, um again, it's a really personal thing. I, I also think that older generations shouldn't talk about finances in front of younger generations because I think that, like, like if your parents are having money, problems that's their stress because kids have their own stress you know it's stressful to be a kid in school so i don't think it's appropriate for kids to take on adult stress you know what i mean yeah yeah totally i mean i will say sometimes uh things get tough and a little little loan goes a long way you know what i mean but um i hate when because here's the thing about finances they go up and down. So whoever's down one year might be up in five 
And whoever's up in the air telling you that you're a poor piece of shit might be asking you for $200 in five years. So you can pay the light. You know what I mean? So you never, ever want to be that person who is just like demeaning someone about how much money they have. Uh, There's not to be this like, we're a comedy podcast and we talk about poop jokes and farts, but uh, you know, your self-worth is not tied to your bank account. Here's the thing. We all die. We all live. We all die. The money does not come with you. And in fact, <laughs> the more money you have, like Biggie Small says, more problems, baby. Because yep. literally, like people end up fighting over your your fucking money instead of burying your goddamn corpse and you know, worrying about you. So know that what you have in this world, your what's in your bank account right now, has no bearing on you uh, as a person. You can be fucking great and you know be modest and or not have anything. You can also have everything in, in the fucking world and be a piece of shit. So like Oprah. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> now you get a lawsuit and I get a lawsuit. And we all get lawsuits. Yay. <laughs> I love that sound effect. I'm gonna <laughs> All right, what's what's next on your list? Well, up next, now that I can, well, let me climb down my soapbox real quick. (laughs) Uh, This next one goes actually hand in hand with uh, the finances. That is questioning someone's college degree or like their work choices. You know what I mean? Uh, Why are you a liberal arts degree? Why aren't you a fucking finance degree? Why are you? Working in a bar and not in an office. Why? Whatever. It's not your fucking business, dude. Or even just um, how school? Well, why can't you come up with the more interesting questions? So generic. Of course, I'm a student. Of course, I'm in school. So why can't you ask me something that's a little bit more thoughtful? How's school? How's school going, champ? It's fine. (laughs) But I don't want to talk about school. Just like you don't want to talk about work. I don't want to talk about school. Yeah, it's like, and plus in college too, when you're like, you know, so what do you want me to tell you? Uh, I got 13 BJs last semester. <laughs> like, uh-huh. <laughs> no, I'm with you. And and there's always like a, you know, there's people that go to better schools, quote unquote, and they there's like a demeaning tone when they ask certain questions about where you go and shit. And, uh, you know, Towson's, it's not Harvard, but at least the damn decent school so i would get annoyed when people would talk down about shit but i also you know had situations where uh you know people questioning you know oh you're a comedian or whatever like you know and like being real real demeaning about it uh it's like fuck man yeah it's, it's a tough business to be in but those same people who talk shit about someone they know in the entertaining business when they're on the way up are the first ones who are like, yo, I know that guy when they make it. You know what I mean? Yeah. So as good things come, I notice that, you know, it's like they're always like, oh, yeah, blah, blah, blah. so but I, I've been on the short end of the stick and uh, that shit hurts. That shit hurts. So I'm like, oh, you know yeah. what? what you this do is kind of random, but. Last time I was home, I went to a local bar and I ran into someone that I went to high school with who wasn't very nice to me. And he was like, um, he's like, hey, yo, what's up? What's up, man? So I, I hear you're, you're hitting a big in the big city. Yeah, that's awesome. You know, when my wife and, I've co- wife and I come to visit New York, we might reach out to you. You can show us around. 
And I just simply said, please don't. I mean, <laughs> we, you weren't nice to me. I, I don't know you that well. We're not friends. I don't yeah, know what dude. this is all about. Maybe you're trying to impress yeah. your wife, but, but the, the fact of the matter is that you were a douche to me and I would never want to break bread with you, grab a drink, whatnot. I'm just not interested. Yeah, totally. Thank you. I thought to myself, how stupid are you? Do you really think I'm just going to act like nothing happened? Please. Some people are dumb. An but apology yeah, goes a long way. Like, they want to jump on the bandwagon mm-hmm. and ride your coattails. Uh-huh. Exactly. So be nice. Uh, the guy who you're demeaning this year might fucking get on a show next year and make twice the money or three times the money you are mm-hmm. and make mm-hmm. you look like a fucking asshole. <laughs> Correct. So, so chill out, people. Chill out, okay? Um, have you, you ever had anyone out? at dinner talk about uncomfortable, gross medical issues and you're like, why are we talking about this now? Oh, like, yes. Oh, my gosh. Like, I diagnosed with the gout. <laughs> why? <laughs> or... I don't know if you noticed um, this, but I I got a boil on my ass the size of an apple, and uh, someone's got to pop it. You know, I've been going to the doctor for it, but there's just so much shit in there. It's like, uh. it's like corn. I don't want any corn. If I want any corn, I take my shoes off. Am I right? Am I right? (laughs) It's like, and I don't know what happened, but I was in the southern part of Mexico and some guy gave me a churro. Next thing I know, explosive diarrhea for six days. I just couldn't stop. (laughs) Anybody want seconds? No. Yeah, no. I'm done. (laughs) I'm just getting in the fetal position and cry. Yeah, and then the worst part: there was no toilet paper. So I had to use my hand. <laughs> oh, get away from me! The same hand that you basted the turkey. Yeah. With. Oh, nice. Anybody else want rigatoni? It's handmade. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, some people go into. So much detail, and it's and I'm not gonna lie, this is always old people too. Like old people, you gotta you gotta fucking chill with that. It's never. I feel like young people still are like a little embarrassed by their medical issue, but I feel like people just hit a certain age where it almost becomes like a competition at who has like the most like painful, disgusting medical issue or worst healthcare experience, and it just starts coming out of the dinner table. It's always the fucking worst. So. Yeah. People got chills. I haven't seen that much pus ever. It was like the scene of The Shining when the elevator doors open and blood, but it was all just goo. It's like, ah. Uh, or when they're like, I have this rash. What do you think this is? What do you, do you want to take a guess? Is this psoriasis? Is it poison? <laughs> yeah. What do you think it is? Ew, get your armpit away from my face, Uncle Steve, you fucking weirdo. Get health insurance. It's free. You don't have a job. You don't have to pay for it. It's great. Uh, shout out Obamacare. Getting people healthcare coverage. Since. Which is better than my healthcare. And I had to pay for mine. Oh, yeah. Uh, I'm in a different bracket. I don't get to benefit from that stuff. Oh, whoa. Mr. Big Fish over there. Uh, luckily, my uh, I currently have my insurance provided for me. So that's good. But I have used Obamacare. 
and gotten some pretty good cheap deals on the premiums. So thank you, nice. Barack Obama. I think of you in that tan suit sometimes. Mm. It turns me on. <laughs> you and me both. George. <laughs> 21 times, guys. 21 times. Uh, anyways. <laughs> What's next on your list? <laughs> I got two left on mine. And this next one is going to be one that... Uh, for some reason, keeps coming up, and it's racism. You guys, no because, such uh, thing in America. What are you talking yeah, about? Never, never heard of it. But people in America, good lord, y'all got some racist relatives. Like my God, and seeing as the racist side of your family hasn't died off yet, this is still a topic of conversation that leads to a lot of infighting. There's a reason why minorities feel a special brand of weird slash fear when going to meet the white parents side of the family. So you don't know what the fuck you say. And for me that I'm like, like light skin and shit, people lower the filter because they don't know I'm one of my people. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and they'll say shit like, oh, well, uh, look, Carlos, at least he came to the country the right way, quote unquote. And they'll talk about them. And shit. And I'm sitting there like, who's that? You know? Cutting my dry ass turkey white <laughs> fuckers made. <laughs> what you talking about there? I'm Janice. You want to get slapped some turkey? <laughs> uh, yeah, it's fucked up, man. It's fucked up. But I remember the fights of not that long ago, a certain orange cheetah looking motherfucker uh, convinced people that Antifa was going to move in next door. Okay. If uh, Joe Biden won the election, and I'm pretty sure everybody knows that Antifa was quote for black people, okay? Because I'm a genius, okay? Believe me, <laughs> no one knew, no one knew, no one you know had what? Any. I've had, I have an aunt who to this day still says the word colored or says the word <sighs> oriental, and I'm <sighs> like, oh, when describing people, I'm like, ah. <sighs> so I don't bring up <laughs> topics of race, but when I hear what I consider to be an injustice, I had to say something to correct it. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. But I don't want to be in that position. I don't want to be in that position. Absolutely. Talk about That's people without thing. having to mention their ethnicity or their racial background. Or just, yeah, just don't be racist, people. Like, just fucking, you know, there's always, because I'm, this, I'm in the same boat. If I'm sitting at a dinner table and some, you know, I see some shit, some ignorant shit being said, I gotta, I gotta step in and say, hey, no, 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 no. Man, that's not how that's not how things be. And it can get it can get heated. So if you have these thoughts in your head, I'm not gonna say it's fine because I'm, you know, I kind of think less of you a little bit, but if you're a little bit racist, man, you have to be aware of it by now. You have to have gone enough places where people have uh, looked at you a certain way when you speak or flat out told you that you're racist. So just fucking just be quiet, you know. Maybe drink a Miller Lite, eat a bunch of food, hang out, smile and nod, and just be cool just for one day. Just be cool. Just don't fucking. You know, and then after you successfully complete that one day, maybe you can try again for two days. For two days, and then, and then you know, maybe have... you can get through the entire holiday season with this Without progress. That's true. And we will send you a cookie here at the Fried Chat Podcast for every day you stop being racist. 
<laughs> so let us know here at the Frat Shop Podcast. Follow us at Frat Shop Podcast. I will personally send you a cookie because maybe we can solve racism one cookie at a time here. <laughs> Mr. Bo. <laughs> We're going to do it. <laughs> George. Um, okay, so here's my last one. And I think, at least for me, it was uncomfortable when people kept trying to get me to come out of the closet sooner than I was ready to, and they want to talk oh, about okay. sexuality. Or I had a roommate, my best friend who, who's passed, rest in peace, Charlie. But I remember people would confuse him as like a lover, and they'd be like, so oh. how's your roommate? One bedroom <laughs> or two? Two? Huh, how's that work? I'm just trying to understand the situation. You know what I mean? It was just so uncomfortable. And in fact, if I was comfortable enough to talk to you about it, then I would talk to you about it. But I don't right. think it's appropriate to bring up anything queer related unless it's coming from the queer person's mouth. Totally. And I want to apologize for uh, spreading the rumor that you and Charlie were lovers and uh, digitally implanting your faces into the Kim Kardashian and Ray J porn and putting it on the internet. I really don't think people would buy it, especially the different skin tones, but it really spread like wildfire on the internet. You know, yeah. don't even apologize because that's been my spank bank for quite some time. I look I look good <laughs> in action. That's right. Simo's head looked really good on Ray J's body. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and he's made like $12 in residuals. So, you know. Oh, wow. It's a win-win. It's a win-win. <laughs> You can cash it out at 20 and then I'm going to send you the residuals, but you know, you, gotta, you, gotta, you need a few more downloads. <laughs> uh, but here's the thing people, there's two sides to this spectrum for me. <laughs> Just like sexuality. Oh, yeah. Uh, but uh, there's the people who obviously like bring up sexuality to, you know, be some kind of a discriminatory. Uh, way about it and kind of talk down on it but there's also the people who try to be overly woke and like talk to you about the shit that you know like you said if you want to talk to them about then get the fucking phone call <laughs> uh you know it's like hey man you know just so you know i'm not like them if you want to tell me uh, that you're out and proud i would not judge you just I have so a gay know. friend. And you know what? He's yeah. a good person. <laughs> That's right. Okay, great. He's a great person. Just, just so you know, I, I I bought like three Kenny G albums this year. So I'd be understanding. <laughs> I've seen how he plays the flute. <laughs> <laughs> waka, waka. <laughs> I really like Elton John, you know. <laughs> so uh, I would not judge you. Like, shut up, dude. Like, you know, just let people do their thing. When they're ready, they're ready. And if you're following the last rule of no racism or, you know, no misogynistic bullshit or discriminatory statements during the table and you're, you know, uh, following Simo's rule of not being a totally inappropriate fuck, then maybe that person won't feel uncomfortable about one day being out and proud uh, in front of the family. Mm-hmm. So uh, let people do their thing. Just don't be an asshole. And then eventually they'll feel comfortable enough to come to you. So whether yeah. they're gay, trans, bi, pansexual, non-binary yes. or not, it shouldn't change the fact that they're a family member and they are there to have a meal. 
Totally. And it's like not appropriate to like like people pry way too much into gay people's lives and trans people's lives uh about the bedroom, but about like for example, like I've seen people like ask like a trans person like, well, so uh what do you got down there? You know, you got a penis or a vagina? Oh yeah. Yikes. You know, it's like so what the fuck? Like who's how is that an appropriate question to ask anybody? Like, it's not even just about the trans. It's all people. Like, like if I flip the script and I go to fucking Thanksgiving dinner with, like, let's say Julie's family, and I'm like, hey, Julie's dead. What do you got down there? You got a penis? <laughs> you know? I, I think I'm going to ruin things. Dead. Come check it out. Yeah. You know what I got down there? A hammer. That's what I got down there. Uh, what do your balls look like julie's dad (laughs) so you're a fucking weirdo you're gonna you're gonna get dragged out of the goddamn house so i don't understand how people think it's okay to go up to a trans person and ask that kind of shit or ask you know queer people about their relationship or their lives in the bedrooms. Like, what if I go to your fucking aunt and, un- and uncle Steve and Lisa and ask them how she, how her blowjobs are? You know what I mean? Like, what the fuck? Like, you're gonna ruin dinner. Mm-hmm. So, I don't, people got people got to fucking learn their goddamn place with this kind of stuff. And I'm big on that. You're gonna get slapped. Pow! Right in the kiss area. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, well, the last one. Last one's an important one. It's an important one, and uh, it's another charged one, you guys. Especially these days. And I'm not gonna lie; it's always been kind of like a one that you want to avoid. But ever since again that certain uh, orange cheetah looking fella I referenced earlier came into play, it's been really like tense. And of course, we're talking about politics. Uh, I feel like most of the fights I've seen at the Thanksgiving table or at Christmas or any situation these days where there's family from different parts of the country coming together has been politics and people really get into that shit. Um, To be fair, I'm of the belief that the Cheeto guy uh, was – was and is focusing on race baiting, you know, like now for 2024, he's saying that uh, Spanish people are lemmings and we're just fucking need to all get taken out <laughs> is the new message that he's saying to appeal to his base, which is very scary. So, uh, mm-hmm. horrifying. Uh, you know, you hear shit like that and you hear someone support them. I don't understand the reasoning for it. But people push for this man still, and you know, and his lies and the bullshit that he says. Because America is overwhelmingly racist, and they and they connect with him, right? So it's 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 the kind of thing where if you support him, or you're maybe in a room full of supporters, and you're on the other side, maybe just fucking sit a few plays down, just shut up, live through the holidays. Don't don't end up in a news report later on as Florida guy who stabbed their liberal uncle. Uh, just shut up. <laughs> don't talk about politics. It'll save it for the save it for Friday, Black Friday. You're standing in line at Walmart. You know you need to create a nice little riot to get in and get a flat screen TV before everybody else. Then bring up politics. It's great. Mm-hmm. 
But at the table, it's going to cause some shit, man. So set a few plays out, Chandler. Just don't do it. Ugh. Don't do it. Politics and religion, they go hand in hand. They do. They do. Especially because uh, it keeps getting dragged together, too. You know? Uh, like remembering a certain Cheeto man again holding a Bible upside down. Well, <laughs> after, remember that. After gassing the priest so he could take the photo op at their church. <laughs> like the irony. And then his people's like, look at that good Christian man. It's like, what? You mean the guy who's cheated on all his wives and has one of them there in his golf course? <laughs> that guy? Yeah, that's creepy. <laughs> With an apparent pee-pee tape of him somewhere in, in the world, which uh, will surface one day. I oh, just... I want to see it. I'm not I want to watch. I definitely I didn't like when the R. Kelly one came out, I obviously did not want to watch this. It's a weird underage shit. It was like prosecute that man. But I would totally want to see Donald Trump get peed on. And <laughs> mm. nor to the left. Okay, believe me. <laughs> Avoid the eyes, okay? I got more makeup. Okay, I don't want to ruin it. Believe me. <laughs> I got a press conference to go to after. Okay, in Iowa. I don't want to smell oh, like pee-pee. What a gross man. <laughs> Wait, Ivanka, come here. Take a picture of this. <laughs> I don't know what I want for Christmas yet from Santa, but I definitely don't want Donald Trump. Mm-hmm. I know, He's at man. the bottom of my, of my Christmas list. I know. It's crazy that the election now is what, next year? Next December? Next November? Fuck. Fuck. Yeah, I know. Where has time gone? Fuck. Woo. That's crazy. Season two we, of the podcast was during COVID. So yep. we've been... We've been at it through the Trump presidency and through now the almost the first term of the Biden presidency. Holy shit. We, we were yeah. rocking you guys. I guess that's when we got 69 countries. Oh, yeah. Listening to us open wide each week and pour out our souls. Mm. <laughs> so on that beautiful note, Mr. Mel, avoid politics. Avoid racism. You racist fucks. Uh, the war. Uh, avoid asking people, where are you seeing anyone? Avoid questioning someone's college degree or the work choices. Uh, don't fucking talk about sexuality. Don't talk about your gross medical issues. Fucking shut up about finances. Keep your goddamn dirty jokes to yourself, Uncle Steve. And fucking babies, come on, give them a break already. It's 2023, I want to be a dog dad. Damn it, I'm going to be it. And let us know if there's any topics that you guys have gotten into crazy fights about any that we should miss uh, because things change for next year. Uh, give us a follow on all social channels at Frat Chat Podcast. That's on Instagram. That's on Facebook. That's on Twitter. That's on YouTube. Uh, you can give me a follow as well at Carlos Does the World on Facebook, Instagram. You got the TikTok. You got the YouTube. Uh, you got Carlos Does the World on Twitter slash uh, X. Actually, Carlos does the world. Yeah, and Carlos does the world on threads. Uh, you can get my buddy Steve over here. Follow as well at Chris.more.comedy on Instagram and TikTok at C More Comedy on So, Mr. Mo, it's time to roll. So, won't you get us out of here? I motion to adjourn this meeting so I can resume my political conversation with my parents. 
<laughs> and I suck it so I can ask my uh, cousin why he doesn't make enough money. And all right, and you guys. All right. And all right. Just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right, you guys. We'll be back next week with another edition of the greatest podcast in the history of podcasting. It's the Fratchat Podcast. See ya.
Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.